doesn't need a computer. Stop
Welcome to Gray Area. It's a podcast from WFMU and the Free Music Archive. My name's Jason Siegel, and this podcast takes an excerpt from my radio show, which airs on WFMU on Thursdays here in Jersey City, New Jersey, New York City area. And we slice it up into a podcast every Monday. We started off the show with Dan Melchior and Das Menace, A Wizard Doesn't Need a Computer. And then we heard Carl Blau with Crucial Contact. That's off the album Zebra. Came out in 2009 on K Records. In the background, we've got Lee Rossevere, the song Stormbox. And this is all music you can download for free from freemusicarchive.org. And use in your own podcast following the terms of the Creative Commons licenses that these are all made available under. And now we're going to get into an interview with... Jeremy Zimmerman from La Quadrature du Net. Okay, do you hear me? Yes, I hear, I hear you great, and you're on the radio here in New York City. Thank you very much for, for joining. I'm really glad to, to get you on the phone here uh, because, yes. you know, you, with, with the or, organization La, La Quadrature, you're really kind of at the, at the forefront of getting, getting information out there about what's going on in France with Hadapi right now. Yes, yes, in France and in Europe, where we're working towards defending uh, civil liberties, fundamental freedoms in the digital environment. Now, so, so uh, just a little bit of background about what Hadapi is. It's basically a, yes. a law and a government agency. That, uh, yes, exactly. It's the, um, the government agency in charge of uh, setting up the so-called three strikes and you're out. Policy. It has been a long legislative battle of uh, more than three years now, and it's a, a government agency that will um, collect uh, complaints from the entertainment industry, uh, complaints with um, IP addresses of people who are alleged file sharers, people who are uh, accused of sharing uh, music and uh, movies online. Uh, so the, those information will be transmitted to that administrative authority that will first send an email, then send a paper letter, then in the end, and um, the, the, the process has been made much complicated because the first law has been overturned by the Constitutional Court. So now the, the authority in the last uh, stage sends out the dossier to the judge, and the judge, in a very expeditive a procedure may order a disconnection of internet access or um, a monetary fine. So, so I've got two questions for you. And one, yeah. uh, so, so this law was overturned, and the the law was was going to basically say that three strikes, and without any question, you're you're off. You don't have access to the internet if you've downloaded something illegally. 
Yeah. Um, so the law was overturned, but now, ha, now uh, this uh, Hadapi is getting what twenty five thousand notifications of of infringing oh, well, that, content. So that, that's what the rights holders are saying. So far, it is sending very few emails, uh-huh. and we think that the, the whole process is so full of bugs, and judicial and technical bugs, that it will never go further, and that. If there is any sanction one day, it will be once again challenged and overturned and so on. But to try to get uh, into the, 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 the question you're asking without going too deep into French politics and the legislative process. So there was a first law where the Adobe, the, the administrative authority, ordered the disconnection, period. So this was overturned by the Constitutional Court, who gave an exceptional uh, decision in which it clearly says that given the importance of internet for democratic participation and the expression of ideas and opinion, freedom of speech implies the freedom to access to the internet. Therefore, it cannot be an administrative authority that restricts your internet access because it would restrict your freedom of expression. Right. Therefore, uh, any government would have uh, got away with that, but uh, in the France of Nicolas Sarkozy, uh, when there is an obstacle, you just blow it away and continue your way. So a uh, second law was tabled that uh, corrected or patched the first one and put the judicial process back into the loop. But uh, we think that it is a very um, expeditious uh, judicial procedure that doesn't respect the right to a fair trial. Because you have an option if you want to express your opinion, which is not a contradictory procedure. And uh, most of all, the IP addresses transmitted to the Adopi are transmitted by uh, private companies. We call them private copyright police of the net. Those are companies hired by the entertainment industry, so who have a direct financial interest into doing it who collect IP addresses and transmit it to the Adobe. So we think that those evidence are baseless, are of no uh, legal value, and therefore we think that the, the, the whole thing will be overturned, uh, if necessary, in front of the European Court for Human Rights. And we think that the whole process is doomed at the moment. Well, I, I certainly hope so, but it seems like uh, this idea of, of you know collecting IP addresses of, of people who may or may not be, but, you know, Mm-hmm. Some some alleged, some designated alleged yeah alleged alleged pirates. Um, <laughs> it's it's also something that might be worked into the uh, anti counterfeiting trade agreement. Is that right? That that, that yes, would uh, yes. extend we beyond. We see this as, as a trend that is going on also in the ACTA trade agreement that is being finalized now between the U.S. and the EU and Japan and Canada and a number of other countries. Um, something maybe even more disturbing than the Adopi, where you have this, uh, uh, well, you have the appearance of something legal because of that administrative authority, but in ACTA and in what uh, the, the entertainment industries are requiring right now, it would be directly the internet service providers and internet access providers that would get their orders from the entertainment industry and that would be forced through legal and monetary pressure into cooperation between airports you know the kind of cooperation that you're asked with uh, with a gun on your on your temple oh my god so this is a, a growing trend uh, in what the industry are uh, demanding right now and this is literally private police and private justice for copyright on the net and this is something that citizens need to strongly oppose um, something I've been wondering, Jeremy, is, is how do they know? How do they know who's trading content illegally online? 
Well, don't. They don't. In the in the Adobe case, uh, they they invented. Um, well, the, you have to understand that the, the whole objective of Adobe was to get rid of the courts, rid of the, the, the judicial authority, because a criminal case such as IP infringement requires a presumption of innocence, the, the burden of the proof on the accusation, a contradictory audience, and so on and so on. And all this is very costly, and the result is a, a bit random. So in the process of getting rid of all this, they, they changed the criminal case of IPR infringement to a new uh, administrative obligation of securing your internet access against it will be used for IP infringement. So they create a new administrative um, obligation and the Adobe uh, charge you for not respecting that obligation. But this is one of the major technical flaws in the whole scheme, because nobody in the Ministry of Culture, nobody in the Adopi itself, and nobody among the proponents of the Adopi ever answered to those very simple questions. Uh, what are you supposed to, to secure yourself against, and who are you supposed to secure yourself against? Right. So they, they, they created a way to, to, to charge uh, the, the person who is the owner of the Internet access, and not the person who is the file sharer, but this will turn against themselves when everybody will realize that there is no way of proving that you, you did any kind of securization that doesn't exist anyway. Well, it's, it's, a, very, it's a very scary idea that, that uh, basically they, they want you, you know, everybody to install some sort of security kind of monitoring application onto their computers, or is that just after yeah. you have your, your first strike? Then, yeah, then you install yeah, exactly, this application. Exactly, and the, the Adobe already uh, published uh, in, in a consultation specifications for tools that uh, the Adobe will promote in order for you to have uh, correctly secured, air quotes, your access. And the specifications for the tools are literally spyware. They are tools that will forbid you from using that kind of application or that kind of connection or connect to that kind of website. And at the same time, will record your attempts to do so in an in a, in a, in a encrypted record that will be uh, accessible by third parties, therefore by the Adobe. So you will be literally surveilling yourself for the, the Adobe if those tools ever come. Um, ever uh, ever built, which is very unsure at the moment, but it's an emblematic of the logic in which those um, industries are going. It's a logic of control. It's a logic of uh, discouraging usages. It's a logic of combating sharing, and it's a logic of making people afraid of sharing. And it can only go further and further into more control and more dangerous practices, such as the, the, the filtering of websites or uh, control hardware or the so-called trusted computing platforms that will not trust their, their own users. Yeah. So this is a trend that should be uh, opposed. People should be informed about it and people should inform their elected representatives about it because that crusade against sh uh, sharing must stop. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's hard to differentiate between between what's legal and and illegal online, and and if somebody's making those decisions, uh, just with with kind of broad sweeping motions like this, it's it's very dangerous to free speech and free culture, and uh, 
Yes. Well, so yes. so so what and is? We, we have a way of making it clear for everyone to know what is legal and what is not. Mm -hmm. That would be reintegrating the rights of the public into the, the balance that is supposed to be copyright. And when individuals share something with no intent of making profit out of it, it should just be legal, period. That, that, that is your opinion, that when people are sharing something yeah. without making a profit, it should be legal. Free. Yes, that's the only way. It's either this or the, the crusade against sharing with uh, control tools and uh, impeding on our freedom of speech and privacy. Well, uh, Jeremy, have you heard about this uh, movement in, in France uh, to kind of help the music industry out um, to where the French government is actually thinking about yeah. subsidizing uh, the purchase of digital music for people aged 12 to 25? And, yes. and w what do you think about that? Yes, it, it's completely stupid, but it's yet another illustration of how uh, willful is our President Sarkozy to just make presents to those industries. He, he, he said a few times that one need those uh, industries, one need the, the, the people, the, the stars, to be elected. Therefore, this is what he, he is doing right now. He's using public funding, he's using taxpayers' money to buy presents to those industries he needs to be re-elected. Hmm. Interesting. Well, um, let's see. And you, you have a lot of information about what's going on over at... Uh, at laquadrature.net. La uh, yes, that's it. And I invite every concerned citizen to, to take action, to inform people around them, to inform their elected representatives. We have several examples in France and in Europe where we showed that organized citizens can make a difference. And uh, you, let's see, you uh, right now, right now you're at you're at uh, kind of the. <laughs> How, how did you describe it? Like the the ox cars yeah, it's, uh, in, in yeah, Barcelona? It's, uh, actually, it's part of the, the free culture forum in Barcelona. There are literally people from the five continents that are gathering here. We'll be discussing of the, the new ways of funding creation, funding free culture and funding culture at large that goes in some other direction than uh, the, the stupid crusade against sharing that the entertainment industries are waging right now. Hmm. Well, well, I look forward to hearing... Uh, the fruits of these conversations. Thank you very, very much, Jeremy, for joining. It's um, my great pleasure, and feel free to call me back anytime. Oh well, yeah. I, I hope we can we can chat some more. Um, maybe maybe at a time when you're a little less less busy. But it seems like you're always busy with good stuff. And uh, yeah, I wish you the best. And we'll we'll yeah, we'll catch up um, we'll catch up by email in in a little bit. Yeah, so. with great pleasure. See you soon. Thank you very much. So, Jeremy, uh, Zim. Oh, Bye. <laughs> there there was a. Uh, Jeremy, are, I'm sorry. Are you still with us? Oh yes. Oh, I, I, hang up. I, I had one one quick question. You, you said yeah. you know we were going to do this by Skype, and you said that that you're ethically against Skype. So so uh, you well, gave me your phone number it's... instead, and I, I just I just was wondering, you know, are are the are the phone companies somehow better than than Skype? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm for ethical reasons. I'm only using free software. So I always know what my computer is doing, and I can always control my computer and be sure it doesn't control me. Uh, with a phone company, the issue is a little bit different. But yes, I don't like AT&T either. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I just think that that's very admirable. And, and I, uh... All right. Well, J Jeremy Zim Zimmerman, thank you very much again for joining. My and, pleasure. Uh, and have a great time at the Ox Oscars in, in Barcelona. Yep. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. So, uh, yeah, a lot more information at La 
quadrature.net about uh they've got they've got a great set of dossiers uh news in english and in french about uh what's going on in in france um not not just with adopi but with uh the anti-counterfeiting trade agreement that's acta acta um so for those of you who are concerned about these issues i definitely encourage you to uh dig deeper online and, and take advantage of these tools that the internet offers us right now we're listening in the background from an album called slam funk this is broke for free with a track called calm the f down and it's a free creative commons licensed track uh you can download it from freemusicarchive.org that's wfmu's social music website music that actually wants to be shared and before that we heard a little bit of golden hits trap tour zoo in the background and now we're going to hear uh, sort of the soundtrack to this conversation a track called mr hadapi by our good friend vicnet stay tuned this is talks cheap gray area on wfmu Save me. 
хотел тебе сказать, что я тебя не успел, не успел я тебя.
music from Magic Hammer, Dance on Fire Retribution, from their album Most Extreme Ultimate Thunder, Magic Hammer out of Nashville, Tennessee, Las Ruinas prior to that, with Fashion City, off of their Butano release, that comes curated by the Spanish uh, net radio collective La Bisogno, a cultural association based in Avila in Spain. Uh, before that, the voluptuous horror of Karen Black with Jesus Christ Vampire off of Home of the Brave. That's a new free album that we're debuting on freemusicarchive.org. this New York City art, theater, metal, punk group. We heard from Kila out of Finland with Kevatlaulu from the album Tuota Tuota, released on the Fonal label. That's a free download from the Free Music Archive. And if you'd like to join in, we're holding a remix contest for Kila. Or issue project room is rather via freemusicarchive.org. More info in the playlist to this show at wfmu.org/playlists/ga for gray area. Weird from Nambavan out of uh, Russia. Podruga Soldata is the name of that track from the album Chechnya on the Dance Floor. Chechnya on the Dance Floor, released on WM Recordings. Mud Boy before that with Half Wasted, track number three off of Half Ice, Half Wasted, Mud Boy Beat Series Volume 2, on the Free Matter for the Blind label, and at the top of the set, Vicnet with Mr. Hadapi, the title track, to the album released earlier this year, actually to kick off 2010, on Da Heard It Records out of France. And a uh, big thank you to Jeremy Zimmerman for calling in to tell us more about Hadapi everything that's going on in France because it could happen here or there wherever you may be listening from if you don't take action and be sure to check out laquadrature.net for more information got uh, news dossiers a wiki it's in both English and French a really really valuable resource and thank you for listening. Hope to see you next week here on Gray Area. Oh, in the background, I should let you know, you've been listening to Broke for Free with Calm the F Down. All right, I'll see you next time.